This is the Follow Jesus Discipleship Series. Come along and let's go deeper together. So hello again, and it's good to have you on the second episode of the Discipleship Series, the Follow Jesus Discipleship Teaching. We are grateful to God for another week. We thank him for this opportunity again. And... Um, just as we go ahead, oh, I will say this, by the way, questions have been coming in and by the help of the Holy Spirit, we'll answer them one after the other as he helps us. Um, we will just pray. I just want us to pray shortly as we just discuss briefly on this episode. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Precious Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you. We invite you. Not because you are not here. We acknowledge you and acknowledge your presence in this place, in our midst. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will have your way. You will speak through me. You will do what you want. You will speak to the people what you want them to hear in the name of Jesus. We just thank you for your sweet fellowship and your sweet presence. You take all the glory, for in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. So, um, it's good to have you again. Um, we are going to be talking about engaging the Holy Spirit. Engaging the Holy Spirit. And this is from one of the questions we received from Phyllis Francis. You know, and the question is, what does it mean to actually fellowship and have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I'll, I'll ask that question again. What does he mean to actually fellowship and have fellowship with the Holy Spirit? That's the question from Phyllis Francis. Um, and I will just let us, we'll just read the scripture together. The Bible um, says in 2 Corinthians 13, 14, it says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Another version was in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. That's that scripture. I would just quickly see what fellowship means. In I mean, if you check the meaning for fellowship, it means intimacy. It means friendship. And the Greek word for fellowship is koinonian. I mean, it's, um, it simply means communion, partnership, and participation. That's the meaning of fellowship. So the question is, what does it mean to actually fellowship and have fellowship with the Holy Spirit? If you go back to that scripture, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. From this scripture, we understand that because of what Jesus has done, or let me start with, because of the love of God, he sent Jesus Christ. And because of what Jesus has done, we have access to the Holy Spirit. Jesus came, died, and he showed us what it is to, you know, to be like him. And then when he was going, he gave us the Holy Spirit to help us continue the work and the commission he has given to us. 
And so the Holy Spirit, we have access to him because of the love of God and then because of the death of Jesus Christ and the grace made available. And so we have access to the Holy Spirit because of that. So it's not because of your righteousness or my righteousness that we have access to the Holy Spirit. It is because of what Christ has done that you and I have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because of his finished work, you and I have access to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now, um, I would read some, some scripture to buttress that. You know, it says that, um, in John 14, 15 to 9, 17, he says, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees, it, sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So this is the promise made by Jesus that he, when he's going, he will send the Holy Spirit. And then in John 15 as well, 26, he says, but when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father. This was Jesus talking before he left. The spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. So we have scriptures, you know, telling us what Jesus did when he was going he gave us access to the holy spirit who is called another helper so another helper is like someone like him but he is leaving and he's leaving us with he is leaving to heaven and he's giving us the holy spirit to help us do the things he has commanded us to do so because of him we have access right to establish that now having access is one thing engaging the access you and I have is another thing. So I have access because Jesus has made provision. But do I engage that access that I have? Or do I just leave it at knowing that I have access? What do I do with the access that I have? Do I engage it? Do I spend time to utilize the access I have? the access you have. The Holy Spirit is available to us, but we have to engage him. I will say that again. The Holy Spirit is available to you and I if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, but it doesn't stop there. You and I need to engage the Holy Spirit. We need to decide. It's a decision we make to engage the Holy Spirit. And I would um, say to you that it is something you do deliberately. It's not something that just happens to you. It is something you are deliberate about. You are deliberate to engage the person of the Holy Spirit. And I use the word the person. He is not a thing. He is a person. He has feelings. And that's why the Bible will say that we should not grieve him. He has feelings. If you think of your best friend, if you have a best friend like that you know, if you can think about your relationship with your best friend, it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit is your friend. The Holy Spirit wants to communicate with you. The Holy Spirit, you know, the way you plan play dates with your friend, you plan movie nights with your friend, you plan, you know, dinners with your friend, you want to have, you know, dinner and you plan hangouts with your friend, you know, to have fun. It's the same way you and I have to be deliberate about our relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not something we do in passing. It is a deliberate thing. You know, the day for me that it went from just knowing, you know, there are things you know because the Bible says it. You know, I know that Jesus, when he was leaving, he said he was going to leave the Holy Spirit with me to help me. I know, you know, from reading the Bible. But the day I realized that the Holy Spirit is my helper, everything changed for me. Because then I realized I don't have to do things by myself. I don't have to stress over things by myself. I actually have someone designated to help me. How, you know, how good can he be? I mean, is there anything better? I actually have someone that is designated. The Lord Jesus said, he is my helper. He is your helper. I mean, that's the best gift anybody can leave with you. The day I realized that I have him, things changed for me because I started to engage him. But before then, I will read about it and I know I just, I know and I'll just go, oh yes, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said he will leave the Holy Spirit for me. So I know the Holy Spirit is there. I know, I know, which is the thing for a lot of us. We know if we're to tell you to ask, you know, tell us Bibles, you know, um, scriptures about this, you, you bring them out. You know these things, you read them even, and you've heard of it before. I mean, some of the things I'm saying to you, they're not something, they're not new stuffs, but you've heard them before. But how many times have you engaged in them? How many times have you tried to use what the knowledge and the information you have. So from the day I realized that I have the Holy Spirit, my life became easier. I literally asked him for everything. This is not being religious. This is just the truth. Maybe some of us, we are very smart. I don't think I'm smart. If I'm to be sincere with you, I don't think I'm smart. Am I saying I don't know anything? No. But with everything I know, I don't think I'm smart. So I do know that I need the Holy Spirit, whom the Bible says will reveal all things to me. I don't know all things. But the Holy Spirit does. And so I realized my need for him. And because of that, I started to consciously deliberately walk with him, partner with him, communicate with him. Sometimes it can, if you're around me, you probably think, I'm sure sometimes people might think, oh, maybe she's losing it. No, I'm not losing it. Sometimes I literally just talk to him. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you're there. Help me. Sometimes I just go, hi, how are you? 
I know you're there. I know you can hear me. I just talk to him like I'm talking to a friend because he's right there with me. And it's something you can try out. I ask him questions. When I don't know something, I'm looking for answers. I ask him, Holy Spirit, help me. I mean, it's a, that's my default mode. It's almost like rather than saying, oh, let's find a way around it. The first thing that I want to do, and this is something I have tried to, um, to embrace over time. The first thing that comes to me is, okay, Holy Spirit, what should I do? Right? Because I need his help. You need his help. So the first thing that should come to you should be, Holy Spirit, what should I do? What do you think about this? Even when it comes to reading the Bible, you and I believe, oh, it's the word of God. You know, I should read it and just understand. I just don't read it. I ask him. I literally call him and ask him, Holy Spirit, help me understand the word. Help me understand what is written. Because remember, the letter kills, the spirit gives life. So with just the letter, you can actually get the wrong things. You can misunderstand scripture. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, you are able to understand scripture because he will reveal it to you. And so I ask him, I wait on him for everything. So for that question, how do you fellowship? Make provision for him in your life. Give attention to him. Create play dates with him. Create hangouts with him. Be deliberate about it. Don't see it as something that mm, I can do for my friend, but I can't do with the Holy Spirit. No, you can. Create time. If sometimes it means locking yourself up, just you and him, do it. Just tell him, I'm here. I know you are here, right? And I'm here for you. Talk to me. Be patient with him. Sit down and wait to listen and hear what he has to say. Because he always wants to help you. Always. So the same way, if this is making any sense to you, the same way you cultivate relationship with your friends, you, um, you feed the relationship by giving your time, your attention, you know, your heart to the relationship. is the same way you should do it with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to share everything with you. The truth is more than you think you want to know him, he wants you to know him. He wants to share everything he has with you. He wants to share his companionship with you. He wants to share his gifts with you. He wants to share access to the resources of heaven with you. He wants to guide you. He wants to help you. He wants to share his anointing and his power with you and I. He is eager to share with you and I. But the question is, are we ready to engage him? 
Are we ready to engage the Holy Spirit? Are we ready to give that time to Him? Are we ready to surrender that time to Him? Are we ready to let Him have His way? Are we ready to surrender our hearts to Him? Are we ready to surrender that decision to Him? Are we ready to surrender our tongue to Him for Him to talk through us? Is that something we are ready to do? Are we ready to surrender our body, our time? Because we have to be willing. That's what happens when you engage. You don't do it passively. You actually engage. You actually put everything in it. There's a Nigerian palance that says, Wuru-wuru to the answer. That can't work. Wuru-wuru to the answer means shortcut. It can't work. There's no shortcut. You have to be willing to let go of what you hold dear and seek his guidance and his leading. So he is available to you not because you earned it, but because Jesus earned it and Jesus gave him to us, released him to us. Now, what you and I do with him is up to us. Oh, his fellowship is amazing. If you leave me, I can stay here just talking about him. Because as I talk, I think about him. I think of the times he has been so helpful to me. The times that he has been there for me. The times that he has given me answers to my questions. The time that he has... The times that he has, where I am in front of people, I don't even know what to say or what to do. And then I'm there waiting on him and then he comes. If you leave me, I can talk about that all day. Half of the time, every great thing or good thing you see about me or you see from or you experience from me, it's amazing. When I look back, I'm amazed. I'm really amazed at what he does through me. Trust me, sometimes I go back and listen to myself just to see. Because when he takes over, it's amazing. I just die. I don't, I don't, I'm not existing. I don't, you know, the things come out and I'm like, how is that happening? This is not me. This is not my knowledge. I didn't think about this. That's what happens when the Holy Spirit takes over you. And that comes from fellowship with him. It comes from deliberate walk with him. It comes from engaging him. If you will just try it, you know, from today, just try it. Just engage him. Just tell him, you know, just try it out. If I can ask you to do that, just try it out. You know, precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here. I need you. It can be as simple as that. It's not anything um, rocket science. It can be as simple as that. Engaging him, inviting him, allowing him 
to have his way with you and with me. And I said, the day I realized that I have a helper, my life changed. The day I realized that I have a helper, my life changed. So I want you to realize that you have him. I want you to realize that he is available to you. Don't just read about him. Engage him. Don't just read about him. Engage the Holy Spirit. Engage him in fellowship, in partnership, in relationship, in intimacy. Engage him. Spend time with him. Look out for him. Seek his opinion. You know, when you love people, you actually seek their opinion. You know, you, you, you want them to, like, kind of approve what you do. When you love them, you want to be sure that whatever you are doing, you know, they, you have their consent. And it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. Seek is approval. Seek is consent regarding any matter. Seek it. Seek what he has to say. Seek his ideas. What, what do you think about this Holy Spirit? How do you think this will work? And then you ask that question and then, bam, you get the answer. And some people just think, oh, I just, I just thought about it and it just happened. No. For a believer, it is the Holy Spirit helping you. It is the Holy Spirit at work in you when you allow him. So I'll beg you, the easiest way to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit is to engage him. Start to engage him today. I will say that again. Start to engage him today. And I think I will just stop here for this um, episode. And if you have um, questions, you can actually go to the website, jesusunhinderedministry.com. And you will find, you know, the page for the um, discipleship teachings or the discipleship class. Would actually like to hear from you. On that um, page, you can put your questions and also tell us a bit more about you because we want to engage you beyond just this time. We want to talk to you and know what you're doing, what you're receiving from this and how, how else you need help. Right? So um, go to the website, ministry. Dot com. So, um, I will just pray again because um, I'll probably sing a song, you know, and it's very simple. It says, I have no power of my own. I have no power of my own. Holy Spirit, I look up to you.
power of my own. We have no power of our own. We have no power of our own. Holy Spirit, we look up to you. Help us. We have no power of our own. This is the truth, Holy Spirit. We have no power of our own. And we know you want to help us more than we need help. And we ask that you will help us. We ask that you will help us engage with you. We can't do it on our own. We need you. And we know Jesus has made available your help to us so that we can have access to it and engage it. So we ask for your help, precious Holy Spirit. And we say that we love you. I love you, Holy Spirit. We love you. We cherish your presence. Thank you for this time with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. And we'll see you next week for the next episode. Have a lovely week. Bye. We hope this episode has been of great help to you spiritually. We'd love to answer your questions. Please send them as a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also leave them as a comment on YouTube. You can also send them via mail to Jesus Ministry at gmail.com. God bless you. Uh-huh.